If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started okay welcome to a new episode of the podcast self-evolution regardless so let's begin right here we're gonna continue with the personal bill of rights series and we have this very interesting right right here and it states the following, I have a right to stability, roots, and stable, healthy relationships of my choice. And that means I get to choose to have stability, roots, and stable relationships that are convenient for me. Or the survivor of the narcissistic abuse in general. Now, declaring such right oftentimes comes as a necessity, as a call for desperation, to trust your instinct, to trust your intuition and follow your gut when it comes to choosing a potential partner that is going to be there for you and build and relation uh and maintain a healthy hopefully relationship with you but (laughs) however in a lot of cultures and traditions and it pertains to religion at times that there's some sort of too much conservativeness going on that it is difficult to allow children to choose their romantic partner. So usually what we find is cultures and tribes and even people at this century, in this era, people, parents, still wanting to choose uh, the potential uh, groom for their children. It is successful at times, you know, they might 
you know, uh, the children might actually be accustomed to this person and get used to them with their uh, traditions and culture and understand their personality and then they can complement each other and then have the most loving and awesome um, relationship in the long run. But usually what happens is that there is some kind of instability on the inside when it comes to this partner. Like this whole negotiation feels like it's made regardless of their will. And it feels to some point like you're being... You know, you're signing this contract without your knowledge. Like you're, like everything is behind your back. It's happening behind your back and you're not aware of it. And what you see later on is the results. Like you're not really aware of the process and what steps are, are taken and what's going on. But you only see the results afterwards. And then sometimes it's shocking to people to realize what has been going on behind their backs. And relationships and a partner and healthy and relationships and dating and all of that is absolutely necessary for someone to feel like they're, they have someone in their back, to someone to talk to whenever they feel lonely, someone to share their issues with and feel like someone is listening to them. They're not going crazy and, you know, talking to nobody because, uh, just sometimes enclosing, you know, self, self-isolating and just not talking to anybody can be really uh, damaging to the psyche and to the mental health of the person. So at least just being there as a partner is really helpful to go through uh, difficult problems together as a team, working as a team instead of one person, you know, two brains... And two brains is always better than one in that regard. So working together as a team to solve problems is always better than to just have one person work through those problems. The struggle then becomes less intense and the results might be more fruitful than if it were just one person fighting to get there. Eventually. And... Being able to admit to ourselves that we have this right, that we actually do have a right to our own... Wait, that's the next one. To stability, roots, and stable, healthy relationships of our choices, that actually opens our minds into looking at the world from a different perspective. Looking at the world from the from the perspective of there is someone out there worthy of our love and attention and care, and that we are, uh, you know, a good recipient of it as well. Because love, healthy love, and healthy relationships do not exist. Do not continue to exist when they are one sided. Why do we have to say this right in the first place? Well, we come from abusive environments. 
We were raised by a family where there's huge amount of pseudo mutuality, and there's huge amount of like hate that is in disguise and dismiss dismission um, dismissive behavior, and a lot of like either it's either feeling like walking on eggshells with complete silence or conflicts and conflicts and conflicts. And the riot is just crazy, and, you know, people do not seem to care for each other emotionally enough. They don't seem to be there together. They don't have the freedom to express their feelings and opinions freely. And there's, like, it's, the family then is divided, like, one group is advocating for something and then another advocating for something else and then a person that's left out that is not um, cared for that is basically left alone in he or she has to take responsibility over everything they have to be independent fiercely independent like too independent to the point where um, they themselves do not find it's easy to trust anybody, especially their family, and then going out to the world, they're not going to find it easy to trust anyone outside of the family context. So, basically, it's chaotic. And so, and so, um, so it is chaotic, and then it becomes unbearable to the extent where someone has to leave, someone has to go. But we're not going to talk about a non-contact rule as of yet, because there's so much more to talk about. Maybe I'll talk about it in the next one of the next episodes. I don't know which one. But anyway, um, so because we're raised in a unpredictable, chaotic, messed up, abusive environment, usually find it reasonable to be afraid and terrified of starting potentially healthy relationships with people who understand what being abused means. What, what being uh, someone who has gone through a certain amount of abuse means. And we usually think of because we were raised in an abusive environment, we go ahead and think that, you know, maybe the world, we don't fit in this world. We're not meant to be. We're just not enough. Because we've been told, you know, all our lives growing up that we're not enough. That no one's going to hear us. No one's going to listen to us. No one's going to listen to our complaints and problems and complicated flaws no one's gonna understand us and that we're too complicated to understand or too dreamy too much of a dreamer to handle or things like that things that are crush you and bring you down to earth forcefully um we just think that well there's no use then i guess if we're all too familiar with toxic emotional abuse is on a daily basis then there's no use of even having a mentally stable 
emotionally comfortable uh, relationship with somebody out there. We take it too seriously to the point where we might as well just stay single for the rest of our lives because who cares about us? You know, we've been raised and programmed to think this way. And thinking this way only leads us to neglect our own needs and wants and just seek someone who is also narcissistic and it feels really extremely attractive. And then they bring us down to freaking earth forcefully and then we remember it and then it feels familiar and then we have to leave it because now we're in an, in an environment that is too familiar for us to feel comfortable in it in the first place so we have to leave because it's familiar and it's hurting it's hurting really bad and we know deep inside that love should not hurt and yet we continue. And they love bomb us, and then they degrade us, and then they discard us, and then they replace us, and then they hoover us, and then it's all just back to the same cycle. Well, then what's changed? What happened differently? Nothing. So because we're scared, and I'm going to talk about this in a future episode, why uh, coming out of an abusive environment makes us date differently as people. Um, basically, basically, it's just so hard. It's not easy. It's not something we're used to hear. Definitely something that feels really terrifying and scary to even think about what a healthy relationship even is because we've never known it, you know, we've never actually experienced it intimately in every single day of our lives. Probably just a few moments here and there, just a few distant, you know, scarce uh, couple of times from, like, acquaintances or... Uh, indirect family members but in general the major uh the major sort of like way that we're raised basically is daily on on a day-to-day -day basis it's abusive and it's consuming and it sucks the energy out of our psyche and <laughs> mental health and it's just too unbearable. But now we come to the point of just having enough after going through four. I mean, there are many more, but four majorly toxic relationships plus the one that I have actually been raised in, so that makes five, but I'm only counting four. Narcissistic ex-boyfriends of my own personal experience, I have to say, all the patterns are the same. First, there's the love bombing, then there's the um, devaluation, then there's the discard, then there's the breadcrumbing, then there's the discard, then there's the 
replacement, and then there's the hoovering. Wait till you get the bait. And then it goes back. Until I've had enough when I went obsessing over what narcissistic personality disorder is and what it does to people and all of it. And exploring and getting more deeper into the rabbit hole, I guess. I'm seeing the red flags sooner than I, than when I <clears throat> used to before. And I actually, this actually helped me a lot. And I am more awake now. And I hope you are as well. From my personal experience, I had to go through a lot to learn what a narcissist is and what they do to you and how you get hooked on it on the process and how the cycle works and all of that it's just so many terrifying information to know about but definitely worth knowing to then know how to avoid them as soon as they're there instead of it's too late you know so now i come back to the main topic of this episode which is that we have the right to stability, roots, and stable, healthy relationships of our choices. Maybe if we can just think for a moment and try to deduct or sort of like describe what a healthy relationship would be it would be the opposite of what an unhealthy relationship be. It would be absolutely what every single toxic partner does in a toxic relationship it would be the absolute opposite and that's what it is it takes hard effort and time and thinking energy but eventually when the list is done it's pretty much there. But having the right to stability roots and stable relationships requires boundaries, requires standards. What you want and what you don't want in a partner. You write them down. You you look at them. You don't just think of them in your head because they're going to be a brainstorm, and the brainstorm is never really clear. It's always going to be foggy because thoughts are running back and forth and all over the place. Catching them and writing them down is what's important because then you can see what your thoughts are. You can actually put them and see them clearly. So then you'll know what to expect from a partner, what you want and what you don't want. Because you have the right to it. Because you have the right to stability. To settle down with someone worthy. And just stop jumping from a relationship to another because you keep seeing these signs over and over and over again. Because of the fear of going further into the relationship. Because dating... While... Or, let me say, after after being emotionally abused and raised in an emotionally and mentally toxic-consuming environment, it becomes terrifying to go ahead and 
start a relationship with someone because of how we're programmed, unfortunately. So we tend to... The first thing that happens when we're sort of like you and the partner are attracted to each other, the first thing you see, like the first affection, the first sweet talk, the first um, gift, you automatically jump to the conclusion it's love bombing, I don't want to date this person, get it over with. This is going too fast, I'm terrified, I don't want to go through this, block. Like, it's absolutely, absolutely sad and must be something that needs to change. It requires a lot of courage and a lot of clarity. Mental clarity is extremely important. We need to reprogram our minds into thinking differently this time as we are healing and recovering from the abusive environment. And how low we are thinking of ourselves and how worthless we feel. No. No more. No more feeling worthless. It's time for us to change how we have been programmed all our lives. And to look for stable, healthy relationships because we have the right to them. And when we look for them, we look within ourselves first. We look within what we need and what we want. If we look within ourselves and realize what it is we want and write them down, the positives, the negatives, everything. If the person fits most of the positive criteria, that's the person. Go ahead and just continue. If they fit most of the negative, apologize and move on. Because there's no point of having to continue a potentially toxic relationship with this kind of person who is not considering my negative, uh, you know, traits that I'm trying to avoid in a person while I'm looking for for the date. So... Having such, having such standards and clearly state what those standards are, especially positive and negative, and just seeing what equals what, you know, how many things does this person have that are equal to what I'm writing, then, that, then there's a shot. There's, it's worth a shot, right? It's worth taking a risk and trying it. It's okay. Just try. But also, another point added to the standards that we need to look within ourselves in order for us to find the partner that we want is to chill. (laughs) Just chill. Try to take things more easily. I know it's hard. It's definitely difficult. Because it's been difficult for me as of now. And I have to say, it's going to be extremely difficult and challenging if you want to take things slow and make sure that you're not rushing things up and you're not seeing those red flags shining 
you know, just take things slow and just try to trust a little bit. Not too much and not too insufficiently. Like, not too little, not too big. Just moderately. And see how things go. Just negotiate with yourselves the terms. Do not be a harsh boss on yourself. Do not be a pushover as well. Just be assertive in what you want and what you need. What you don't want, what you don't need. Just state them clearly because you have the right to do so. And you have the right to stability, roots, and stable, healthy relationship of your choice. And back to the very first beginning of this episode is when I mentioned there's some cultures and some traditions that allow and actually promote or encourage parents to choose the potential partners for their children. Well, you can just be assertive and stick to your personal choice when it comes to the future partner because it's your choice. You're not made to be someone's slave. And you're not being a rebellious kid if you state what you want and need. And if you state that you want this person because it's your choice. They're not going to suddenly disown you if you speak up and just say, No, this is not, this is not working for me. I want this. I'd like to look for a partner myself with my own standards, with my own principles with my own value a system of value and i'm gonna look for this partner myself and if i and if we uh you know complement each other if we are most likely there then we'll see it from there but don't choose for me you know just don't make me feel like i'm helpless you know just allow me to choose the partner that I'm looking for by my own, on my own. Alright? And so, I know this episode has been long because I'm trying to think and also say and also think and also say at the same time, but as um, the most important thing is that I'd like to deliver the message as clearly as can be. And, and, um, I'm not trying to panic or just make things up just real quick, just to finish the episode really quickly. I just want to take my time to say whatever, whatever it is that I want to say, because thoughts have time when they're created and then processed and then said. So, yeah, the train of thought is a little bit slow today, but just bear with me. So, yeah, basically, um, and this right is extremely, extremely important, especially if you're dating and you're looking for someone who who you want to compliment you, whom you want to continue a healthy, fulfilling relationship with. It's okay. You know, it's it's absolutely miraculous 
to know that someone has a healthy relationship with someone else, it's really just absolutely astonishing to me. And it's inspiring because people know what they want. And when you know what you want, you you must look for it. You must look within yourself. You don't know for sure. Like the first step, the first second, you're not gonna, you know, uh, know everything. By the way, you know, such a gap filler becomes so freaking used to it. But what I'm saying is, you're not gonna find out everything you want from the first second. You're gonna have to look patiently and carefully what you want and what you don't want in a partner filter out things you see most likely realistic and those not and you know just take care of that list and when you have those answers you go look for a partner and then see if they are uh, compatible with the list or not. Basically, like, data processing. You know, but it's not... It's not that that person is a computer. I'm just saying it's part of the process of knowing what kind of partner you expect. And whatever that partner gives to you, it's up to you and to your standards and to your inner voice and your intuition to whether you want to stay or leave. Simple as that. Roots and stability and stop hopping from a relationship to another is extremely important even for the sanity, even for the mental stability and clarity are an absolutely fundamental rights that we all must have and we all must be grateful for having and that no one must take away from us no matter who they think they are no matter what we all have the right to stability roots and stable healthy relationships of our choices because we are adults and we are able to make choices of our own and we are able to take responsibility over our choices and we're able to recognize the good from the bad and i think i'm pretty sure you you know you'll know which partner is worth being with and which you know which date sorta is not worth uh talking to when you have the answers, when you look within you, you'll know and you will find that person. Alright, that's it. So remember that you have this right. Remember at all times, every single situation like this, when you're dating, when you're looking for someone, just remember it and do write that list. Come up with those things you've always wanted to come up with that you've suppressed for a long time. Now it's time to write them down and make them clear to you and remember them. And go look for that partner, for that stable, healthy relationship, for those roots 
and go and plant your seed and make it grow and take care of it. And hopefully it'll give you delicious, healthy fruits that are going to fulfill you and your partner as well. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode. And as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where, where you'll find my podcast available. Like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. And recently, I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.